What's up, everybody, and welcome to What the Funcast, episode 51, recorded and released today, June 14th, Friday. <laughs> Friday, June 14th? <laughs> That's what I meant to say, but I don't want to go back, so. It's too late. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is... Ahmed. What's up? Oh. How's it going? Wow. Hey. Welcome back. Thanks. From where? Oh, yeah. From... You were you were traveling. You're right, you're right, you're right. I was like, we didn't take not, any gaps in episodes. You're not right. that we made any gaps, no, but... You uh, you were traveling, so welcome back to uh, the Big Apple. Thanks. It's a good time. It's a good time. Good time to be back. I can't speak. You said something about your air purifier looking like lotus pods. How does that look like a lotus pod? Hold on, I'll show you. You guys are going to be able to see on the podcast, but Paul will be able to see and react. I'm going to give a very descriptive description. Ready? It's plugged in, so I can't really take it far. But like, do you see the top? It's like oh, all it's got holes. like it's like a, a supernova. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All these little dots or all these little holes, that does look really creepy anyways. Yeah. Well, the good news is I don't have to look at it from the top. If you want if you want a photo for reference, it's look up the blue pure 411, I think it's called. I don't know. Was that one highly rated or what? It was, actually. More so than yours. I, well, would you, would you pay for yours $100? Yes. And Okay. Well, mine was half price. Actually, so it does. actually, I didn't pay anything for mine because I had an Amazon gift card. That was gifted. That to doesn't me. count though, because yes, you does. still. How did you get the Amazon gift card? From work. Okay. Still, you had to work to get it. I didn't have to so. work to get it. I just had to exist. Well. Mm-hmm. I guess. Whatever. I don't know what to tell you. It's fine. Congratulations! You bought a hundred dollar Lotus Pod. I did. <laughs> and then I got Hope a, you're happy Airbnb now. gift cards to fund my uh, my roller coaster habit. So. Oh yeah. That's very. So exciting. how was that? Tell us. Tell the audience, what have you been doing for your whole life for yeah. the past week? So basically, immediately after we recorded on Friday, I flew out on Saturday to Charlotte, North Carolina, to visit Carowinds. Um, and so the first day, I flew in, and I was like, hmm, what if I just stop by the amusement park, because it's literally five minutes away from the Airbnb. So I did. I took a bunch of pictures, and I was in like total awe, because they have this huge roller coaster that's like, I think it was rated... Yeah, it's rated the top steel roller coaster for the past three years. Um, and it, like, literally goes out into the parking lot. You could just, like, walk right up to it without even going to the park gate. So I was, like, totally in awe. So I was taking a bunch of pictures. And then it started pouring, so I didn't even get to ride it. Um, but then the next day, I, like, went around Charlotte eating and whatnot and going to museums. And I saw the plane from uh, – the plane that crash-landed into the Hudson was in a museum, in the Carolinas Aviation Museum. That was really cool. Um, they, like, carried it on a truck – all the way from New York to Charlotte because originally the flight was from LaGuardia to Charlotte. Um, and that's why it landed in Hudson, obviously. Um, but everyone survived and it was super cool and the plane's on display and you can like walk right under it, basically. And it was really cool. Uh, and then the next days I went to Carowinds and that was super fun. I rode that one roller coaster. It's called Fury 325. I rode it 12 times and my head felt like it was going to explode because it's a really intense ride, but it was a good time. Very, very fun. Yeah. What is Carowinds? I've never heard of Carowinds. Like it's just an amusement park. It's in the same who owns it? Cedar Fair. So it's the same oh, okay. chain as like Cedar Point, Dorney Park, uh, Knotts, what have you. All those parks. Mm, same chain. Okay. But yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. It's like it's so it actually sits directly on the border between North Carolina and South Carolina. So it's like you walk in the entrance and it's the state line cuts directly through the middle of the entrance. And so, like... Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, a bunch of the rides, like, cross over between the states. Which, I also was curious, like, how do people get paid? Like, do they get taxed in both states? Like, how does that work? I don't know. But, very fun. Very cool time. Would recommend if you are ever in the Charlotte area, because there's really not much else to do. 
to do down there besides eat. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte's got a lot, though, doesn't it? I mean, besides just eating and your Carowinds place? I don't know. It's just a regular, like, hipster city. I mean, there's, like, a stadium. So they have sports. I guess. You literally texted me and were like, this is the greatest place. we got to move here. I was just saying that it's super cheap. <laughs> it's a very you, affordable you place You were saying that it was, like, a lively city, though. I mean, I guess. I don't know. There's a bunch of, like, young people. And, like, I don't know. People are friendly. But, I don't know. Later. Later. It's, like, a place where you go to settle down. It's not a place where you go and you're, like, youngin'. <laughs> I love people throwing out trash out of my. I don't understand. Every time we record, <laughs> people are like, "Quick, gather in the alleyway." <laughs> What's uh, that? Dogs? <laughs> Humans? Let's ready? have a dog fight. Dog orchestra. Let's go. It's one dog barks and then everyone has to join in. It's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, I don't know. It's like a. It's a place you go when you settle that to settle down. Not when you're like a young spring chicken. I feel like. Are you, would you define yourself as a spring chicken? Absolutely. Actually, recently, as of like two days ago, when I go downstairs, my right knee starts like crackling, it makes like a like a noise, like as if you're like I don't know, like rubbing um, like cellophane or something. It's weird. It doesn't hurt. And I looked it up, and I was like, as long as it doesn't hurt, you're fine. And I was like, it better be fine because I'm not ready for this nonsense. I have to start oh running again. Oh my god, you're falling apart. I am. Anyway. Just have to start working again. No, I have to start out. running again. Oh, I heard. I heard. Oh, I have to start working again. <laughs> like, wow, Surprise. what a problem to have. Anyways, uh, but yeah. Anything else? Um, what else did you do? I played Crash Bandicoot on the plane. I looked at the cartridge for Let's Go Eevee, and then I said, "Hmm, I'll play Crash instead." Because it was like, in my defense, literally an You're hour and a half flight. By the time we're in the sky, it's like, and now we are uh, beginning our landing procedure. I'm like, we just got up here. So I just played Crash for a little bit. Um, I got super frustrated. I like... Because the first five levels are really easy, and then you get to like this one six level that's like... I don't know. People are really screaming in this alleyway. You get to the sixth level, and I literally had 40 lives, and I game overed. Like, I died 40 times in that one single level. It was absolutely absurd. I dare you to go open that window right now and yell, shut up. Just a casual shut up. It's, listen, he's, I it's clearly. triple dare you. Triple dog dare you. All the dogs be barking. I triple dog dare you. It's the super for the next building. He's just doing I his job. dare you. He'll be done soon. He's Fake. still crinkling. Like You're weak. You're weak. I don't want to disturb the man doing his job. You're being mean. I'm not being mean. I'm just daring. The you. listeners are really getting the feel for what it feels like to live in Manhattan. No, oh, okay. No, you need a rat like to jump out of your screen. I have seen in my time living here. Actually, no, I've seen quite a few, but usually just like on the subway tracks. I saw on someone's someone Snapchat. It was like a rat with a whole giant piece of cheese, and I was like, I didn't think that was real. Like, where did he get that cheese yeah, from? Yeah, you know, the pizza rat was a real thing. That was exciting. That was me, basically. They're really slamming. Is that? <laughs> I told you. Yeah, go yell. Whose phone right is now. ringing? Do you hear that? No, I don't hear the phone ring. This is a real eventful, lively episode. Anyways, I watched the first two episodes of season five of Black Mirror. That was exciting. <laughs> it's like not that loud on on my side, but I can tell how loud it is because it's like, Jesus Christ, what are they doing? This you like, could have, you could have saved a person. Well, I'm really picturing like someone picking up a dumpster and just like throwing it because <laughs> there's no way that that's making that much noise. It's just trash. Is it good? I think we're good. Anyways, I watched the first two episodes of Black Mirror Season 5. 
the first one was I couldn't take it seriously. I really need you to watch it. It's like it's a it's not scary at all. It's like a VR fighting game that like these two guys get really addicted to playing. Just please watch it. I really want to know what you think because it's so fucking weird. I was I like had to pause to laugh because it was so absurd. Oh my god. It was very strange. Um and then I don't know, season the episode 2 was kind of good. I don't know. It was it's a weird season so far. There's only one more episode. There's only three episodes total. And the last one's the one with Miley Cyrus. So who knows how that'll be. But anyways, that's been my life. Mm. That's all I did. What'd you do? Well, going back to Crash. So I haven't played Crash Bandicoot in forever. I feel like I haven't played, I don't know. I feel like I played a little bit of it. And then I just never got very far because I started playing. <laughs> how much trash can there possibly fucking be? <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. I played sorry. a little bit on um on PS4 and then yeah, I just I started playing it on Switch and I haven't gotten very far. So anyways, that's on the docket somewhere somewhere, I don't know, somewhere down the line. You really should. So, it's so much fun. It's like it's such an easy pick up and play game too. You don't have to like sit there and play for hours. You just play a level and you go on. Yeah, so I haven't Well, how far are you right now? You're sitting you're only on 6 level? Well, so on PS4, I made it like about halfway through the first one and then like i played a little bit of, of like a few levels of the second one and the third one um but i never completed it and then i got the switch one and i was like all right well the switch one would be my my definitive like version where i actually like play through it um so i literally just started it on the plane so i'm still on like the first like world like six or seven mm. levels in um, okay but yeah it's good it's a lot of fun yeah i know i just have to pick it up and play it i don't know i just i've been in this slump where it's like I want to play all these games, and I think about playing them, and then by the time I, like, actually think to get my Switch out, I'm like, I'm falling asleep. So... <laughs> that was me last night. I turned on Overwatch, and then I fell asleep on the start screen. <laughs> I was like, mm, I'm so, going to play. Nope. It's bad, because it's like, the pick-up and play games are easy, like, playing a round of Overwatch, or playing around round of Fortnite, and it's like, I know that I want to play games that are, like, single-player, that have deep stories, but then I'm like, oh, I don't have the two hours or even an hour or even 30 minutes to, like dedicate to this yep. so i'd rather play something quick that's and the reason i haven't played red dead 2 yet oh red dead 2 red dead 2 i just want to fall asleep thinking about how much effort i have to put into that game we're going to talk about red dead 2 later i won't spoil it yet when we get to the nintendo part anyways continue okay you'll anyways, know when i, I tell you you'll be shocked oh okay 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 anyways so I did a lot this week. All that being said about <laughs> everything, we saw not one, not two, but three full feature-length films in the movie theater. Who do you think you are? Me? I know, right? And someone's got to step up. So first, <laughs> we saw Rocket Man, and Rocket Man was so good, you weren't even lying. So we I finally got around to you. seeing it. Um, it's so good. I've been listening to the soundtrack like nonstop, which is all just Taron Egerton spe- uh, speaking. <laughs> speaking. Singing, singing Elton John songs. Um, it was so 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 Hold good. Hold me though. closer, tiny dancer. That's <laughs> just it. that's him speaking. Anyways, literally. Oh um, yes, but yeah, really really movie. good movie. I was very surprised uh, at how good it was. I figured there was some level of overhyped, I don't know, nonsense associated with it, but it was not. It was fantastic. So I was very happy about that. And there's this like, so obviously off the heels of Bohemian Rhapsody, there is looks like there's this newfound love for like biopics about famous musicians so hopefully it continues and then i saw they're making this like this movie about i think it might be 
one or two people, like these kids that sing Beatles songs, but nobody knows about the Beatles. As oh, yesterday, yeah, I saw that trailer. It was, but I like, I never. Or, what am I trying to say? I've seen it in like YouTube ads, and I keep skipping it. <laughs> but there like, is this movie I meant to tell you about too. Um, oh, what the hell is it called? Uh, it's like it's about Neil Diamond, like this kid. Uh, Neil Diamond movie. Wait a second. Something about blinding the light or something like that. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Holding. Hold on. Holding. What the hell is it called? I can't find anything. Blind of the light or something like that. Light of the blind. Blind. That sounds familiar. The- like I might have seen a trailer for it. And at some point, did you see a trailer in front of like in front of Rockman or? No, we saw a trailer. I actually saw another trailer that looked funny. Oh, Blinded by the Light? Is this it? No. Someone that's listening knows what we're talking about and is screaming at us. Wait, is it? Are you sure no. it's Neil Diamond? Wait, it might be Blinded by the Light. Hold on. Blinded by the Light. I mean, that is, is coming out. Yes, it is. 2019. Yes. Oh, Bruce Springsteen. Sorry. Yeah, I was Neil like, Diamond. Neil Diamond. That was dumb. Yes, Blinded by the Light. And it looks really good. It looks like a coming-of-age movie. And then there's another one that was made by the same people that did Neighbors and um, Superbad, and it was called like Seth Rogen. It's not called Seth Rogen. <laughs> no, but the people that made those movies are, is Seth Rogen, is it not? Uh, maybe I don't know. It's called like Cool Kids or something like that. The Cool Kids. Oh, is it about like those three kids, those three little nope, kids? And in... it's not called The Cool Kids. Yes, yes, yes. It I, is. I saw that trailer in front of Booksmart, and that looks pretty good. I think. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen the trailer. But I don't know what the name of the movie is. Anyways, it's whatever. I'm just going to throw my phone out the window. It's something about cool kids. I know what you're talking about. There's like a movie called The Cool Kids, and that is absolutely not it. There's like three old people Definitely there. So anyways. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I believe you. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so anyways, I don't know. We saw a lot of... I saw that tra- that trailer was like in front of, I don't know, YouTube video. So for once, YouTube ads are working on me. So um, anyways. So yes, we saw Rocket Man. Fantastic. And then the next day, we finally saw Detective Pikachu because it's like literally being pulled out of the theater. So yeah, it's been out for like two months. It yeah, literally I know. came so, out the week after Endgame. So <laughs> Detective Pikachu was really good. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. But I was telling Ahmed before we started recording that I do think that a lot of the funny plot, no, not the plot points, but a lot of the funny jokes were all kind of shown um, in the trailer. So, but no, it was no, you know, nevertheless, it was very enjoyable. And uh, yeah, it was really good. Definitely one of the best video game movies, if not the best. I mean, yeah, that's that's a really low bar. So yeah, I know, I know. So, but what you know, it it follows that same kind of flow that like a normal Pokemon movie did, like the animated ones back in the day. So it was just very like very shallow, like not really any major character development. Like there's some character development, obviously, but nothing crazy. So I don't know. It was one of those feel good movies. It was fun watch. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, lots of Pokemon. Movie. Like it's not. Like, yeah, the plot yeah, line yeah. is very simplistic. Oh, very, 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 yes. I but, agree. And yeah. it's funny because I was like, oh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Pokemon, but I am probably know all of them. And then we're going through the movie, and I'm like, hmm, I don't know any of these Pokemon. But, yeah, so lots of Pokemon from likely Gen 6 or 7, which is when I yeah, fell off. like Mr. Mime is fairly new, right? Is he not? <laughs> cut, this part, cut this part out of the podcast. Why? Mr. Mime's one of the first 151. Is he really? <laughs> no, he's not. You're lying to yeah, me. I, okay, you look it up while I continue what? on. What? Why have I literally never heard of him? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding Mr. you. Mr. Mime? He's been around since, like, day three. 
Anyways. <laughs> what Pokemon number is he? 122. Anyways. I literally you. don't remember ever hearing about him. Like, I could, I feel like I can recognize any of the 151 by name. Like, I'll remember them having existed, but... This is why you need to play Let's Go Eevee. Clearly. I really didn't know that Mr. Mime was that old. Fake fan. Yeah, Mr. Mime is an old hag, so... Anyways, I'll stop talking, though. <laughs> podcast? Part of the podcast. No. <laughs> Everyone has to know my shame. So, what we also saw this week was <sighs> on Wednesday... Uh, June the 12th and July the 12th. June the 12th, a full nine days before its commercial release, we saw Toy Story 4. I can't believe it. We being not me, being you yes, and Lauren. Lauren and I saw it. Ugh. Um, so all of the... So D23 did an exclusive showing of Toy Story 4 nine days early, one day after the world premiere. And I saw the tickets went up and like tickets are sold out for all the showings except for a few. Philadelphia didn't sell out until like, I don't know, another five or ten minutes after I saw them, but it was purely luck of the draw. And, like, Burbank was out. All the ones in California were out. Everything, I think everything except a couple of them in the Northeast, but one was, like, I can't remember. I started clicking around. I think one of them might have been in Pittsburgh, and I'm like, I'll drive there. I don't care. So, not really. But, um, yeah, so Philly was not sold out. So we saw it, and it is fantastic. I, like, wrote up a bunch of thoughts about it, but I think it's... I haven't figured out where I want to place it amongst the th- the four movies now, but I don't even know how to rank them. I think that we haven't seen it yet, so you can't rank them. I can't rank the original three. Is what I'm saying. I think I liked it better than the third. Really? It might be better than the second. It's not better than the first, in my opinion. The first one always has a special place for me. The third so, is fantastic. Hmm, that's well, wild. Yeah, the third was really good, but I think that once you see it, it'll all make sense, and it's very much like. I think it's the most adult of the Toy Story movies. Like, this movie, I feel like, was made for you and me more than it was made for little kids. Yeah, but they'll still enjoy it, I'm sure. Yeah, so I'd be very curious to hear what your thoughts are after you see it. And I've got this whole little write-up that I should just put on, like, the Podbean website, if that's even possible. But (laughs) you could. (laughs) As a description for the episode, if you really want to. Um, Well, no, because it's all, like, filled with spoilers. Oh, well, never mind. Please don't. Yeah. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, it's really fantastic. The new characters are awesome, and uh, obviously the existing characters are, are even better. So it's yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say anything more. The reviews are coming in at perfect 100s, and just so everybody's on the record and is clear, Men of Black International is at like 25 percent, 29 percent, which I said was gonna happen. All right, Med was like, no, I was wrong once in my life. Okay, what what number is Mister Mime? I forgot. <laughs> Twice in my life. <laughs> So, Toy Story 4 was fantastic, though, and I can't wait for everybody to see it, and it's so, 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 so good, and Ugh. I'm going to see it again. I'm so jealous of you. It's fine. It's for fine. once. Just wait, what, six, seven more days? Six days. It's literally, yeah, next next week. Next Friday. Yeah. So, Thursday, fantastic. Um, what else? Moving on. Played some games. What did I play? So, I booted up my Xbox, and I'm like, I'm going to actually play games that you know are on Game Pass or something. So, I booted up Crackdown 3. And I played, like, one mission, two missions, maybe three, actually. And it's, like, you just run around and shoot people and, like, jump and climb things, which is fun for some people, I guess. Whatever. I don't know. It's it's very shallow, and I don't I don't know. There's too many games to play. I don't have time to play garbage games, so down it goes the tube. Um, <laughs> At least you try. Halo Master Chief Collection, I booted that up because that's gotten so many updates, and they added 4K support, and I've been talking about booting it up just to see it. So 
I booted it up and played a big team battle match online, and it looks beautiful, and I'm really bad at Halo, and I feel like Halo has aged kind of poorly, so... A lot of advancements in FPS have been made since then, so... Yeah, and it's like, what used to be so... I don't know, what used to be, like, really nostalgic. It's still nostalgic, but I play it, and I'm like, wow, this character moves really slow. Wow, like, when I jump, it kind of hovers, which was, like, the magic of Halo at the time, but it's just... I don't know. I gotta boot up Halo 5 and, like, play Halo 5 online, and that maybe that'll be enough. Like, that's where you can, like, run and stuff like that, and you have aim down sights and all that crap, so... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll boot that up and play that someday, but... Yeah, so I played a little bit of Master Chief Collection... Might go through at some point and play some of the single-player campaigns. Those are some of my favorites, um, which is obviously a little different pace because you're not like it's not PvP, it's PVE. So, um, what else did I play? So, Crypt of the Necrodancer is a very strange titled game. Um, so we'll talk about it a little really bit. Familiar? Isn't this the one that's coming? To no. S- no. So, Cadence of Hyrule is a game that Nintendo recently announced. That's like. Crypt of the Necro Dancer featuring Zelda characters. So Crypt of the Necro Dancer is currently three ninety nine on the eShop. So I bought that to try it out, and that's supposed to give you a good indication of like what Cadence of Hyrule is going to be like. So it's a rhythm Crypt game, the, huh? Yeah. So it's a rhythm game, but it's like you have this little bar on the bottom, and there's these little bars that like meet in the middle, and you have to like move to the beat of that, like of those bars. Okay. So <clears throat> it's not like a free moving game. It's like you have to, you almost move like, almost in like a checkerboard style. So it's like you move up, down, left, or right. And it's like with every beat you're able to move. And then you have to like coordinate your attacks almost. So you like, like if you land next to a character and push left again, like you'll hit them once. You push left again, you'll hit them again with the beat. So. That's so weird. I'm watching like a little gameplay snippet and it looks very interesting. You should just pay the three ninety nine to try it, and then see if you like it. And it's it's interesting, but the Crypt of the Necro Dancer is extremely difficult. So it's like if you die, it's it's got that roguelike. Ugh, um, that's so but, annoying. But you can keep some of your like you can like you have a diamond or whatever. You go and spend it and get like an extra health pack, and then you go back into the same area again, and then you like try to do it again, and you collect and keep your your power ups. Now. Apparently, Cadence of Hyrule. So, Cadence of Hyrule, you play as literally like Link or Zelda, and yeah. you have this like beat thing still. But there's options to like turn that off, so you could just move at your own pace. Mm. And there's options to, and you still have the beat and everything if you want to hold to it. But like, if you miss, a, oh no, sorry, I think they take off the like the penalty for missing a beat. I haven't bought it or played it yet, so they take off the penalty for missing a beat. So if you miss a beat, you're not penalized. In Crypt of the Necro Dancer, you are penalized. So it's like you lose a streak or something like that. So. Gotcha, and they make gotcha. it a little bit easier with Cadence of Hyrule. And Cadence of Hyrule has gotten these really good reviews because it's literally like the same game, but a little bit easier and more accessible. And the Crypto, oh, Crypto Necro Dancer is all randomized dungeons, whereas Cadence of Hyrule is the same map. So you can like go back to the same areas and explore a little bit more like you would in a typical Zelda game. So, um, yeah, uh, Cadence of Hyrule has gotten really good reviews, so I might buy that and try that. Um and there's a bunch of games on sale on eShop, by the way. So Crypt of the Necro Dancer is just one of them. But there's a ton of sales going on on the eShop right now. So. I will consider giving it a try. And that is as much there as There are the dogs. They're that. here. The dogs are here. Let them bark. All right. We're it's 20, fine. almost 25 minutes into the episode. Let's <laughs> move through 
the first set of the Hot Tops, which is, as always, the Disney and Entertainment News. And then we'll move right into the E3 Blowout Spectacular. Hopefully you were able to listen to our live show, which we aired one week ago, right before the chaos of E3 began. It was our first ever live episode. Thank you, Ahmed, once again for producing that one, and as you produce all of them. But thank you for that one especially. <laughs> um, and Logan did join us to give some predictions. Pretty much all of our predictions were more or less wrong, which is you know part for the course. So um, <laughs> there were predictions. It's whatever. No, nothing really new there. We are not. But yes. Yeah. What was that? I said we're not prophets. Oh yeah, I know, right? So let's move in uh, to some of the Disney and Entertainment news. Why don't you take this one? away Ahmed sure so this one even isn't even Disney um, it's related though it's Universal Orlando has opened their new Hagrid's magical creatures roller coaster um, it just opened I think yesterday was the first opening day to the public and people were waiting upwards of 10 hours for the ride like I follow a bunch of people on Instagram that were in the in the area and going and um, they literally showed up to the park at 5.45 a.m., and there were already huge crowds, and they started the line. Um, if you're familiar, I guess, with how Universal's or Islands of Adventure is laid out, um, there's, like, that Atlantis show building. They had the line starting in the queue for that ride and then going, like, around the show building to the back, like, in, like, backstage area just because to accommodate all the people. It was bananas. Um, but apparently the ride's really good and it's running fairly smoothly, which is surprising because I remember hearing a lot of, um, a lot of issues with them getting like the employees to get on it and whatever. Like I have one friend that has an employee pass and went for like the preview day for employees and waited four hours and didn't even get to ride it because it just kept breaking down. So it kept breaking down last night too. Oh, well that's good. It was, it wasn't smooth. Oh, so I didn't didn't uh, number three. Wrong for the third time. Oh so my God. Uh, I wasn't wrong. I just omitted information. Let me live. I, no, I know. So <laughs> laughingplace.com, uh, which is one of the, you know, they obviously run laughingplace.com, and then they have the Twitter account. They were like live tweeting through the whole 10 hour process that they were going through to wait for this ride. And it was like, we just got word that, you know, we're, all, we're, like, we're almost there. We're almost at the pre show. And it's like, oh, it just got word that it's delayed again, uh, broke down. So it seemed like the rain was also affecting it. But it was also just general issues. So, anyways, I am good not waiting 10 hours for this ride. In fact, I don't know what I would really wait 10 hours to do. uh, D23? Yeah, but, like, a (laughs) ride, like an eight-minute ride or five-minute ride or three-minute ride. It's, like, a good length. It's a five-minute ride, and there's so many moving pieces. So, Is it a five-minute ride? Because the point of view was three minutes. I want to say it was, like, five minutes. Well, Well, it's it's a long ride, right? I mean, yeah. There's also like the pre-show area, so it's which I consider part of the ride. Um, but yeah, it's a super long ride and it has so many moving pieces. There's like I don't know five or six like launches, launch sec, launch sections. I can't speak. Um, they can hypothetically run on that single roller coaster like up to thirteen trains, which is absolutely unheard of on any roller coaster. That's like an absurd amount of trains to be running at any given time. Maybe like Space Mountain can do that, but that's because the trains are really short. But um, I think they're currently only running like five or six as they like, I guess, train and ramp up because there's so many moving parts. There's like one section when you go in and then they the track literally flips behind you and it goes in reverse similar to like Expedition Everest does. But it happens much quicker because it doesn't stop. Like Expedition Everest will hold you there until the f- track flips. This one, you're still moving and then it just shoots you backwards and the track's already flipped. Like it's very quick. There's like more animatronics than I could even count in the video I was watching. Like it's there's a lot, a lot happening. So I'm not totally shocked that 
it's having issues, but I'm sure it'll iron himself or they they will iron it out as, you know, they get more experience running it. I did notice that the whole like flipping the track flipping piece, like it goes so yeah, the way the Everest does it, it stops and you like wait a few minutes or I don't know, probably like forty five seconds, maybe thirty seconds, and yeah. it flips. It's not thirty seconds. You wait like it's like a I would say at most like twenty seconds. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Ten seconds, big deal. <laughs> um with this though, it actually like goes up and like hits a point and just immediately falls back down. Like yeah. and it like just it keeps stop. going. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it uses like the manufacturer this is like roller coaster nerd talk, but they just developed like this new fast track or fast switch system that like flips it really quickly. So it's basically like the track is there's one that's right side up and there's one upside down and the whole thing just rotates. So it's mm. like it's very fancy. The same thing happens in Extra Nevers, but it just happens way slower. So it's supposed to be like a quicker thing. But interesting. Anyways, very cool, very cool ride. We'll go like next year when it's not that long of a wait on a rainy day when no one's there, so I can walk right onto it. As I did with the rest of the Harry Potter rides. Anyways, speaking of things that we would wait 20 hours for or 10 hours for, D23, we're going to cosplay Inside Out, I think. I, think I like how you just like, announced this. You're just like, this is happening. It's probably going to happen. I think that's the best one. It's the easiest. And it's just, as, it long, as long as you're fear. I mean, yeah, I'm tall and lanky. Not lanky, but I'm tall. <laughs> so I'm tall and, you know, <laughs> lanky. Listen, I'll be fear. What did, who else dis- was like our friend Nahitha's disgust or something? Yeah, that's literally her persona. That's that's her <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs> and then your your anger, Lauren's or Will's sadness and Lauren's joy, something like that. Or are you joy? I don't remember what it was. I can't be joy. I'm too miserable to be joy. That's fair. Okay, so I guess your anger then. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm always angry. It's my secret cap. <laughs> it's true. Anyways, and we're also buying two hundred dollar lightsabers at Galaxy's Edge. That's confirmed. <laughs> I'm so glad happen. this is news. It How is. How is this news? It's just, it's going to happen. I just had to announce it to the world. I'm really excited about it. Are you going to buy one of those robes? Um, so they released what you can and cannot wear in Galaxy's Edge, like pictures. And you basically can't wear like full costumes, but you can wear like just the top part. So I'm going to get like the tunic, like that's the top part, and just wear like khakis with it. And yeah, that'll be, snap. and a belt so I can holster my $200 lightsaber, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take the the tip off, and you have to like hide the tip. So it'd just be your little the what do they call it? The holt, the, the hilt, the holt. The, <laughs> the Connor, I was close. I had a three out of four letters. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Anyway, I mean you did. You're not wrong. All right, all right. We're ready to move into the E3 blowout of yes. 2019. More things to spend money on. Get ready. All right, here we go. Buckle in. <laughs> All right, so hot off the heels of last week's live episode, we did go through, and there was a bunch of stuff leaking literally as we sat here. So a lot of things leaked out. Bandai Namco stuff leaked out, um, and there's a fair amount of other stuff. Uh, there was actually, we didn't notice, but there was someone leaking out literally the entire Microsoft um, presentation, like piece by piece. And then they were, <laughs> they then received a cease and desist from Nintendo, and Nintendo followed it up with, like, like they... Called the Wait, person. They were leaking Microsoft's press conference, but they got season this from Nintendo. Yeah, because they were like, "Oh, I'm gonna leak out Microsoft in the morning or something, or, or uh, Nintendo in the morning, like start leaking out." Nintendo oh, stuff. oh, oh. So like literally, my, uh, Nintendo's little ninjas like got on this person. They made a phone call 
to I guess you know whatever this person they're either they're I think it was like a house line that they were a house that they were staying at out of the country that's not in their normal residence and like no one how did they find them I have no idea (laughs) and then they like followed it up with an email to like their personal email account that isn't signed in anywhere it was like all this crazy stuff and I'm like anyway more of the story is Nintendo will murder you so oh my god it's I mean they probably they probably knew like who it was like. Because there's only there's limited people that have access to this information. They have to have clearance, so yeah, it's probably easy to find out. I don't know. That's crazy. It was it was bananas, but it was good because then we had you know some surprises, which was great. So yeah, um, which we didn't have as much for much the other um, much the other big conferences. So all right, well let's jump in. Uh, let's <laughs> jump right into it. I can't speak English, so neither can you. So You're let's right. start with Xbox. Let's go through some of the highlights. So. Um, early in the morning, on the morning of the press conference, so Sunday, there was a pretty healthy stream of Xbox Game Pass games that were announced. So, Batman Arkham Knight, Metro Exodus, Hollow Knight, and Borderlands A Handsome Collection. There were a number of other uh, indie games. I believe Wargroove was one of them. Um, there were some other ones. But yeah, so this coincided with the official launch of Xbox Game Pass for PC. So, that all happened on Sunday. And, yeah, lots of games. I don't know. We can go piece by piece here. Give your thoughts real quick. Or we can just kind of blow through a bunch of stuff, and then you can give your thoughts. What do you think? We can we can go piece by piece. Okay. That's fine. Because I was going to say, I was going to think, or I'm thinking how it's silly that Game Pass for PC is another separate thing just when they were going to consolidate Xbox Live and Game Pass into one thing. They did. It's Xbox Game Pass for PC is included in Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that having another separate subscription is weird. Like you're regular... all the more reason for them to be like, just pay fifteen dollars a month and get all three instead of whatever is... fifteen, ten, and five or whatever it is. That is true. I just don't see why having a regular Game Pass subscription would work for PC as well. Like I don't know. It's... Wouldn't it? Yeah, why it wouldn't work? I agree with that. Yeah. So you just have one Game Pass and you get PC and Xbox. I would agree with that. Yep. Um, I'd imagine this stuff costs money, though, so it's not entirely surprising. Yeah, I'm sure there's issues with like licensing and whatnot, so it's like a different, yeah. different department, different organization. Ooh, no. I don't know. Different vertical. Who cares? I'm Anyways. very glad that Borderlands A Handsome Collection was announced for Game Pass fresh off the, you know, I don't know, whatever. Presses? Fresh off the papers that I literally just bought the freaking game like two weeks ago. <laughs> so, have I played it? Nope. Wow. So that's fine. fine. It's cool. I love I love wasting money. Um, Forza Horizon Four got Lego DLC, Lego Sports Champions DLC, uh, and Ahmed wrote here, "Will Paul ever play Forza with me?" And the answer is maybe one day. Wow. Okay. Did you buy Did you buy the DLC? Um, I have. I actually bought the Ultimate Pass for Forza. So yeah. You did too. Oh my gosh. Two. Logan what do you mean two? It. Oh, Logan bought it. Yeah, I bought it like way long ago. How much did you pay for it? Forty four dollars. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, I played a lot of that game. I mean, I'm mad about it still, and I'll forever be mad about it, but I played a lot of it, so it's fine. Because you yeah. get so many, like, you get a treasure map, so it, like, tells you where all, like, the little, like, things to open are. You get, like, all these extra cars, and it's fun. It's nice, like, every time I go to a race, and it's like, pick your car, and I'm like, ooh, I'll just pick a new car, because I have, like, a hundred of them. Do you get the pirate map with it, or no? Is that is that a separate purchase as well? The Fortune Island is, is the first DLC, and yeah, you get oh. that with the ultimate thing. Oh. This hmm. is the second DLC, so obviously. And it's forty four ninety nine is the is the discounted rate with Game Pass discount, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyways, I don't know if I can justify paying. I mean, it is genuine. It's a lot, but like, I don't know. I didn't pay for the original game, so it's whatever. Like to pay that for the DLC as an upgrade is fine. That's true too. I don't know. I'll think about it. You should. I mean, um, you can also just buy the DLC, like the Lego DLC, separately, and it's not. You don't have to pay for the full Ultimate Edition, but. Yeah, I know. Well, I feel like Fortune Island might be cool to play, but then actually, I actually haven't done that yet. Maybe I will. Maybe it'll be more exciting. I've yeah, never actually maybe. ventured over. Every time I'm like, hmm, I have to finish all this stuff first, but like, there's nothing stopping me. I should just do it. <laughs> it's like you with like, oh, I can't play Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I gotta play Assassin's Creed One, Two, Three, <laughs> Brotherhood, Revelations. Uh, Origins, all these other games. So you missed a few. It's fine. I I'm, I realize that. Thank you, Brotherhood. <laughs> you said Brotherhood. Uh, Rogue. And Revelations, Rogue Unity, Unity. Oh, I forgot about Unity. Uh, Anyways, there's too many Assassin's Creed games. Burn yeah, them to lot. the ground. <laughs> all right, we're at 36 minutes. We got so much shit to talk about. All right, so Keanu Reeves. It's double time. Keanu Reeves and Cyberpunk 2077. That was the big reveal. Cyberpunk's coming out for uh, April 16th, 2020. Yes. So that was a big announcement. Um, someone yelled, you're breathtaking, and he goes, no, you're breathtaking, and that per- that person got a free copy of Cyberpunk 2077 Collection Edition. They tweeted at that person saying, do you want a free copy, and he said, thank you, but no, donate the money to charity or something. So he oh, really? He take it, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, xCloud was announced for October release. It's going to turn your console into pretty much a game server. So you'll be able to stream from your system at home, more or less. Yeah, so, that's at least one of the features. We don't know if that's the entire what xCloud is, but that's the yep. only thing that they mentioned. Yeah, it's pretty so. crazy. Yep. Um, yep. Gears of War 5, there was some new modes announced. There's an escape mode announced, uh, and they announced the official release is going to be September 10th, 2019. Elden Ring was announced, which was leaked out previously. Dark Souls, Bloodborne, and Secure Developer from Software's new game. Code developed by... Um, one of the Miyazakis and George R. R. Martin. I always mix up the Miyazaki, so I don't want to quote the wrong one. Uh, Microsoft one acquired Double Fine, which Double Fine are the ones that uh, are making Psychonauts 2. So a new Psychonauts trailer was shown. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. That's is, a really weird name, but okay. Yeah, I don't know what that means. And that was also leaked out. Uh, that's coming out in 2020. Outer Worlds coming out in October. Uh, Bleeding Edge, the 4x4 melee combat game, was leaked. This is developed by ninja theory this yep. was leaked out doesn't really look that great apparently it was finished before really? i thought it looked kind of cute i don't know really oh. it look uh, it can go either way who knows yeah so this um this one was apparently finished before microsoft even acquired ninja theories and that's why it's like i don't know reused assets and stuff like that so gotcha or Ori in the world of wisps is never coming out it's coming out in february 2020 it's so, coming out apparently you just said literally I thought that I that feel was like this has be... been a thing that's happening for a while now. Ori will was I've like you could have told me it's already released and I'm like, "Oh, of course." I, yeah, this is one that I I could have seen them being like, "Hey, it's out right now." And I think it would have been a bad move, but they could have done that. So, anyways, um they played the the Star Wars song, you know, a little tune and I got all excited. It's Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga coming out in 2020, all nine movies. I'd imagine they're going to recycle a lot of this content from Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, which came out for Xbox 360, PS3, and Wii some time ago, which was the first six movies. They made a game for the seventh movie. They did not make a game for the eighth and ninth movies, so that'll probably be the new content. The rest of it will probably be reused, but I believe it's like a reimagining, so it might be um, like a remaster of some sort. Yeah, I'm sure they're not just going to include the same like 480p assets. Especially because the complete saga is backwards compatible on Xbox, so 
Ooh. Get yeah. that Xbox One X Enhanced Edition. Anyways, that one's for Emma. Emma was very mad that you did not live I tweet. I did, and I got distracted. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Well, and then I got a funny story about how I got locked out of Twitter during the Nintendo conference, too. <laughs> but that's another story. I was I saw that. so hard. I was like, what happened? And I like opened my Twitter app, and I wasn't even trying to go on the Twitter, but it was like, you're you're locked out of What the Funcast. Log in now. I'm like, what the hell? So, yeah. It was anyways. Yeah. I was screaming the whole time. So, <laughs> Glad we it was, it. <laughs> they were like, the, and I'm like, <laughs> so, um, the Elite Controller Series 2, I guess Microsoft's taking a page out of Apple's book now. Uh, Elite Controller Series 2 with improved rubberized grips around the entire controller, uh, USB-C compatibility, and internal battery, and some other bells and whistles, three different profile modes. That is all coming in November, I believe, for $179.99. And Logan was right. He predicted this one two years in a row. Finally got it right. So Two years in a row. <laughs> Just keep guessing. Oh my God. Tales of Arise. This one was also leaked out uh, coming out in 2020, a new Tales game. Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2. This was way back in the day. I believe this is just being brought overseas. This actually exists right now in um, in Japan, Japan, but they're, or just they're Asia localizing it. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're localizing yeah. it. It's very I remember popular. This being like one of the first online games for like GameCube. Yes, it actually was one of the only games that used like the GameCube internet adapter thing that they had. Yeah, remember that? What a good so, time. Yeah, so that's coming out in 2020, uh, I believe exclusively on Xbox One. Uh, Battletoads, more gameplay was shown, and I don't think there was any date shown. So this looks good. And um, Does it look good? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it sure. looked good, and then I heard that like I was listening to Kind of Funny's impressions from the day, and they were saying how bad the... <laughs> racing portion of it was because it was like impossible because it's got that like Mario Kart Super Mario Kart view where you've got like the battle toad on your screen and then like there's hurdles in front of you you can't really see until like the last minute so he just kept like dying in the demo and no one stopped him he's like this is like I don't want to play this for this long like I'm really getting destroyed so anyways <laughs> that was uh that's a mess Thanks. um yeah, Xbox yeah, Scarlet Project Scarlet so that is officially coming out holiday 2020, launching with Halo Infinite. Uh, Halo Infinite was also confirmed to be playable on the base Xbox One as well, which is very interesting. So um, I think Logan actually predicted this one as well, that Halo uh, would be cross-platform across old gen or current gen and new gen. So that was pretty interesting. Sounds what was, correct. What was absent from the most of the show was gameplay. There was really not much gameplay at all. Um, the 2019 slate is pretty much only Gears 5, which is kind of getting old because a lot of people have Xboxes, like us, that there's no exclusives coming out. Really, AAA exclusives, I should say. So Yeah, there's really no reason to, I don't know, unless you only own an Xbox, there's no reason to buy on Xbox if you have like a PS4. Well, I guess if you, I don't know, if you have the Xbox if you have One Game X, Pass. like Game Pass is really the only reason to have it, I guess. Yeah, Game Pass is a great deal, probably the best deal in gaming. So yeah, it's cool to have that, but otherwise it's, uh, yeah, no real first-party exclusives, which kind of stinks, but it is what it is at this point. So let's, any final thoughts on Microsoft? It was fine. It wasn't a bad conference. It was just fine. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're teeing up for next year to be pretty big, um, but by that point, Sony will be back probably with some exclusives. So I hope that they have Oof. got a lot on their hands what the fun cast will be at e3 2020 that oh, was confirmed. that confirmed too it's confirmed now just, oh, i just confirmed that too? it okay 
it's going to be such a big year. We're going to get Scarlet. We're probably going to get PS5. Switch Pro. Metroid whatever. Four? Uh, four? four. Yeah. <laughs> I don't forgot what number it was. I was like, is it Metro five? Prime uh, 5? Shut up. It's 7? Four. I was right. 122? 4. <laughs> I hate you. Anyways, <laughs> Bethesda. Um, I didn't actually watch this one live. Uh, did you watch it live? I think you. I did. I watched the majority right? of it live. Um, really shitty showing. Like this was the worst <laughs> conference by far. Um, they, yeah. The D- Dishonored developer announced um, a new game called Death Loop, which is an FPS action game featuring death and looping. Did you put this in here? <laughs> yes. It it's obviously features death, and there's like a, he's stuck in a time loop or something. I don't know. It seemed interesting from the small snippet I watched. Um, Fallout 76 is a Battle Royale mode. so that's 52-player Battle Royale mode, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. This is and just it, their they also loop. announced some updates as well to Fallout 76. But Was our I prediction right like that a, they were... that Did they talk about all the improvements they made to the game? I didn't watch that release? part, oh, okay. probably, which is good. Um, but this that same leaker leaked out this part. They leaked out pretty much everything, so... Um, but yeah, this is whatever. I don't know. Ghostwire Tokyo by the Evil Within developer, which means it'll be twenty dollars uh, by the second <laughs> month that it's out. Stop. I don't know. It looks. It's like the. I don't know. The plot of the game is that Thanos snaps and everyone disappears. Not really, but like really in the trailer, just people literally disappeared and their clothes fall off. It's like the rapture, I guess. I don't know. Looks interesting. The presenter, who's also like the director of the game, Ukumi Nakamura, is like a huge meme on Twitter now for just being like, I don't know, very exuberant and jolly. Bubbly, I guess is the word. I don't know. She's nice. We trust her, I guess. Maybe this will be a good game. Maybe he it won't. Said we, he said we trust her. Okay. She seemed nice. Um, I trust her. This show is garbage. There was like <laughs> just not a lot. They kept reannouncing their games like they were brand new. Like we're happy to announce that Wolfenstein Youngblood is coming out in July, and everyone's like, "We know." So, We've been new. Yeah. So uh, I forget there was all these memes on Twitter, but it was like Bethesda announcing uh, is happy to announce that they've announced games or something like that. Ah, it was stupid <laughs> stuff. Happy to announce that they've announced games. So. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah, this was this was a disaster. Moving on. Let's move on to larger disasters. Let's start with the less disastrous part. Yeah, Square, Square Enix is even worse. There's nothing here. No, Square Enix had a lot of stuff, uh, just a lot of stuff that we don't really care about. So Final Fantasy VII, they opened up with a lot of gameplay, and uh, it looks really good. I mean, I don't really... I haven't played a Final Fantasy game in forever, but this looks like something that I would actually consider trying. So, I don't know. It's... Very I just want to point out your typo. Final Fantasty. Yes, I saw that, <laughs> and I was going to change it, but so Making let's sure go the, over the some of the. Yes, I see it. <laughs> so we'll run through real quick, and this one comes from uh, a recap done by Gamespot. Just a couple of the other things they announced, only because Ahmed called me out here. Final Fantasy VIII Remaster was announced. It's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC uh, this year. Actually, Dying Light Two. Comes out spring 2020. Outriders, which is um, a new IP action shooter with co-op support, comes out for PS4, Xbox One, PC in summer 2020. More details this winter. They dropped uh, the Last Remnant remastered out now on eShop, which was pretty cool. 19.99 on eShop. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2. We knew about this already. Releases on PS4 on July 12th. Demo coming to PSN on June 27th. This one is also coming to Switch. 
Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition S, new trailer was shown. That game is releasing in September, which was announced in Nintendo's conference. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition is coming to PS4, Nintendo Switch, iOS, Android, and has online multiplayer. The graphics look a little rougher on the edges, but that's expected. Um, Onanaki is a new game from Tokyo RPG Factory, coming out August 22nd, 2019. Um, oh, it looks like that was already announced. Square Enix Collective showed some games including Battalion 1944, which literally looks like one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. So it's uh, the graphics look terrible, and among other things. So Kingdom Hearts Remind was uh, was announced coming out this winter. DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3 looks great. Um, hopefully it's good. Um, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers is releasing on July 2nd. People were losing their minds in the crowd at this, and I can't believe people still play that game. So... <laughs> That is a MMORPG. So, last but not least, let's talk about the most anticipated reveal of the Square Enix um, press conference. And that was the Avengers reveal. And I wish you could see Ahmed's face right now. He's got his finger up against his eyebrow, pushing real hard like he's trying to get into his brain. So, I have got to say that this was probably, this is exactly what I feared Spider-Man would be. And they literally took the Avengers and were like, hmm. Like, there's that meme going on. I think you sent it. Where they were like, uh, they asked the Marvel cast, like, can we use you in a game? And they're like, okay, that'll be like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 million bajillion dollars. And they're like, okay. And then it's a screenshot of the announcement. Which is, imagine, how do I describe what they look like? Captain America looks like... Ronnie from Jersey Shore, <laughs> a little bit, and then Robert, uh, not Robert, Tony Stark looks like, I don't know, like a tech bro from San Francisco. Um, a tech bro from San Francisco. He does though. He has like that big wavy hair and like the beard. Like that's not that's not his look. I don't know. And then Black Widow just looks, I don't know, like a '90s swimsuit model, like. Nothing, oh my god. It's not Christian. <laughs> it doesn't look good. It really looks... Someone tweeted and was like, this looks like someone pressed random in the character selection or the character create screen. Stop. And just, oh my god. Like, went with it. And that's accurate. Like, it's... I don't know. Like, I understand. They're all like... Use... Wait, hold on. They're all like, I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> Literally. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's really bad character design. It really looks unoriginal. Like, they could just be fighters in like a Dead or Alive game or something. Like, it's not... Good. And they have good voice actors. Like I don't want yeah. to take that away. Like, they have the like Nolan North, Troy Baker, Baker. Yep. Nolan North. I mean, they've got these you know pretty big name voice actors. But dot 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 like, dot dot dot. Come on, it's it's really like it's it's definitely a Japanese approximation of what they think Americans look like. Yes, <laughs> like that's really what it is. They're like, it's so weird and uncanny, and I don't like it at all. And apparently, they just confirmed today. I saw an article that they're not going to be changing the designs necessarily. Really? Yeah, I remember. Well, hold on. Word it, went around that they were going, that they were listening to the fans and this and that, and they were considering changing the designs if the fan outcry was loud enough, more or less. So, like they did with Sonic, we won that battle. We did win that battle. So, hold on. 
Let's see. Marvel Avengers will not change character designs despite mass criticism. This one comes from comicbook.com. Um, Crystal Dynamics said the characters and designs were its own unique take and not supposed to be based off of the designs and characters in the MCU. However, the more the internet went to town on Captain America's bulky hockey player design and Black Widow's face, uh, the more it seemed like Crystal <laughs> Dynamics might buckle and announce changes to designs. But that didn't happen, according to creative director, creative director Sean Eskag. I don't know how to pronounce that, sorry. Uh, it isn't going to happen. We are always listening to and welcome feedback from our community. Uh, there are no currently no plans to change our character designs, though. Um, now, of course, this is pre-alpha footage, and it, the game is still in development, so it could change. But How much are the characters going to change? It's not, yeah, like, I don't know. The footage. Oh, didn't. they have a wrinkle on his forehead now. I don't know. Anyways, like, there's obviously ways to do it where you don't take a character's likeness like Spider-Man, and that worked fine. But, I don't know. I don't know, man. They don't look right. <sighs> yeah. So this was, hands down, probably the biggest disappointment of E3, unfortunately. Yeah. And I also heard that as they were going through, like, gameplay, it was all QuickTime events. Like, it was just... Is the entire game going to be QuickTime events? No. It's just going to be, like, going through the movie? Was. Yikes. Anyways, Marvel so, Ultimate okay. Alliance looks much more exciting. Speaking of Marvel games. It that matters. Does. And we'll go through that in Nintendo's piece here. But yeah, so I don't know. It's uh, disappointing. So I think everyone is really excited for it. And they announced it as like a multi year game. They'll be coming out with DLC and new characters, new stories, and this and that. So I don't know. For a game that's not like canon and in the MCU, it's taking a lot of like it's the team that's in the MCU as opposed to the team that's in the Avengers comics, which includes a lot more characters than the main ones actually they didn't even include hawkeye so it was just five it's very strange and then captain america dies in the trailer they were like oh it's time to kill him and then i don't know it's very weird and they're like what if we travel in time weird times anyways moving on ubisoft (laughs) go ahead you can take ubisoft um so paul omitted this paul you can choke i'm kidding um rainbow six quarantine is a horror themed three-player tactical co-op game uh coming out in early 2020 which is the first installment in the Rainbow Six series in, like, six years, because I think we discussed in the last episode that Rainbow Six Siege has been pretty much around for a good six years and has a pretty strong following. So, I don't know. This seems interesting. I've never played a Rainbow Six game, but I do like a horror theme. And it's Ahmed, I will co-op. put down $20 that you will not buy this game on day one or I'm play not, it. I never said I was going to play it on day one, but we should all buy it and play it eventually when it comes to, like, Game Pass inevitably. <laughs> Probably will. Okay. I'm just saying. Anyways, um, then they announced Gods and Monsters, which is by the uh, same studio that did Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I don't know which of the Ubisoft studios it was. but Montreal, maybe. I don't know. Sure. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it looks interesting. It obviously is also like a Greek theme based off Odyssey. Um, It doesn't really show any gameplay, but the art style looks very much Breath of the Wild, but a little bit brighter. I guess think Breath of the Wild and like Skyward Sword mashed together is a good representation of what it looks like. So I don't know. Maybe it looks cute. Who knows? We'll know when we finally see what it looks like. The highlight of Ubisoft's conference, though, was John Bernthal coming out to present Ghost Recon Breakpoint. And he brought his dog, Bam Bam, who literally just sat on the stage looking adorable. And people reactions were like, I didn't even pay attention to anything that happened because I was just staring at that dog. So go look up that dog. It's a good dog. Very good dog. And then, I don't know what you mentioned something about a grandma on Watch Dogs 3. What's going on? What so I Watch, Dogs, Watch Dogs Legion was announced. And Watch Dogs Legion actually 
leaked out. Um, well, there's just a lot of rumors. I think uh, Jason Schreier from Kotaku broke the news at the time, which we reported on, I think. Um, and yeah, they announced that it was like Ubisoft Twitter account was like, yeah, hey, Watchdogs Legion is real. Um, yeah, it was like God save the NPCs. Or God whatever. save the NPCs. Yeah, and it was like a very, very, very little tiny teaser. And uh, so they did like a full, they did a full blowout of this game. Did a gameplay reveal, all that good stuff. And you can pretty much take control of any NPC in the game, which is cool. Um, but yeah, so they were like, even this kid or this grandma or this or that. So they did like grandma. a grandma like beating the crap out of some guy. So Reminds that was cool. Captain Marvel with the scrolls, literally. And uh, yeah, and then Just Dance returns for yet another year, and it's coming out on Wii. Oh, was that confirmed? I meant to yeah, look that up. I think so. I mean, at least Logan said it was, and I trust them, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> if it's wrong, go beat up Logan. Right. So that was a mess. And then I wouldn't say it's a mess. I think it's a. As far as the other, like Bethesda and Square Enix goes, I think this Ubisoft is better than both of them. Square Enix, I think, was better. I think. Well, really, I'll give my full impressions after we go through all of them, but. EA Play, EA did their little event for EA Play, and they showed off Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I believe they showed 13 minutes of gameplay. This game looks really good. I'm yes. really excited for this game. Same. I'm really hyped. I love a single-player adventure, and this looks like Tomb Raider meets want. Star Wars meets Uncharted Literally. meets Spider-Man. I don't know. Maybe not Spider-Man. So, but. I think that it's going to, I think once it releases, it is going to have like some issues with it. I don't think it's going to be a perfect game by any stretch of the imagination, but Star Wars The Force Unleashed wasn't a perfect game either, but it was fun as hell, like throwing your lightsaber at people. So yeah. I hope this is good, at least in some capacity. So um, They did some stuff it. about Apex Season 2, some other nonsense. Really, honestly, the rest of the show was nonsense in my opinion. Star Wars was... God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> was that was Lawrence like, sneezing? That was Lawrence sneezing, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Apex is pretty much everything... Well, I say all but dead. That sounds a little too positive. It's pretty much on the brink of death. Oh, my um, God. So, no all Apex All but dead means brink of death. Huh? Like, that's what it means. That's what all but dead means. Really? I, yeah. I, I, I was like, like... I took it as like, this is all but dead, as in like, it's very much alive. No, all but dead means like, everything bad could have possibly happened... But death, like, which is the ultimate, like, capital punishment. Whatever. Gotcha. Anyways. Okay. Thank is you there for that a, clarification. Is there a release date for Fallen Order at all? Uh, yeah. No. November? Uh, oh, on. that's so soon. Yeah. It's, Ooh, it's, I'm not excited. Okay. It is this year. And pre-orders are $50 at GameStop right now. Not GameStop. Uh, Amazon. And it's uh, you know, PC, Xbox, PS4. Yeah, November 15th. I think it's on PC as well. I no, nah. Well, GameStop's not selling. I just randomly searched GameStop. Ow. GameStop doesn't sell PC games yet. It would be through like Steam or Epic Games. Yeah, they do. I think they sell GameStop. I game, uh, PC games. But anyways, whatever. Mm. You can look that up. Debate. Um, all right. And then the crown jewel of E3, Nintendo, who blew away pretty much, I don't know, pretty much blew away my expectations a little bit because I think they just showed a lot more than I thought they would. So... Um, let's run through what Nintendo did here. So, they have a highlight reel here of all their games, pretty much, that are coming out over the next year. And we'll just kind of go through that. So, Pokemon Sun, uh, Sun and Shield. Sword and Shield <laughs> is coming out November 15th, 2019. Is that the same day as Jedi Fallen Order? Anyways. Uh, November 15th. Yep. Interesting. 
So it's gonna be a big day. You're not you're not gonna play this one either. Shut up. So Oh my god. Maybe I will. You don't know me. You know my name, but not my story. <laughs> he said you don't know me. <laughs> um November 15, 2019, they did a Pokemon direct right before their E3 um direct. So that is um you know, they kind of did like a an info dump there. Panzer Dragoon is coming out in the winter, and this is a remake of the original game. Uh, that was a surprise exclusive to Switch at this time. Damon X Machina is coming out September 13th, 2019. This game looks weird. I don't know what to say more, you know, any more about that game. Um, <laughs> Dragon Quest 11 Definitive Edition comes out September 27th. Uh, that is a obviously a port, supposedly the definitive port, to uh, Dragon Quest 11, which came out on PS4 last year. Um, a Dark Crystal game is coming out this year. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, more new gameplay was shown. That comes out July 19th, so just around the corner. That looks really great, I think. I'm sure Ahmed would agree with that. Right, right, Ahmed? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Do you think it looks good? I don't know. I thought it looked good. Yeah, I think, no, genuinely, I think it looks good. I never played the original Ultimate Alliance games, so I don't know much about what to expect, but it does look fun. Yeah, they're like big co-op games. Um, Astral Chain, more gameplay was shown for that. That comes out August 30th, 2019. I'm surprised that both that and Damon X Machina are coming out this year. I kind of thought that those were like 2020 games, but I also don't care about them. <laughs> no, no More Heroes 3 came out of left field, announced and um, announced for 2020. So this is, as right now, as of right now at least, is a Switch exclusive. Um, what else here? Resident Evil 5 and 6 are both coming out fall 2019. Obviously, those are ports. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition was announced as a port coming to Switch for uh, 2019. Empire of Sin is a... Is this Switch exclusive? Spring 2020? No, it is not a Switch exclusive. It is coming to uh, all their platforms. PC, PS4. Oh, okay. Okay, good to know. Which is cool, though. I feel like having a third-party game come out on all systems, including Switch, is rare. So that's exciting. Yeah, it is. Uh, Contra Rogops was announced for September 24, 2019. This game looks like a Nintendo 64 game, but it's unfortunate <laughs> they're doing this to Contra, but they have. So, Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, as we know, is coming out July 26, 2019. More gameplay shown for that. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games was announced for November 2019. This is more of what you would expect uh, out of the Olympic Games. Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening was announced for September 20th, 2019. This is another big one coming out for Nintendo. More gameplay shown for that as well as for Luigi's Mansion 3, which is still confirmed for 2019. Um, and Gooigi was shown, which is like a gooey version of Luigi. So take that as you will. Um, <laughs> Animal Crossing New Horizons gameplay was finally shown for this March 20th, 2020. Unfortunately, the date has slipped to next year, but this game looks fantastic. Um, they did. Did you notice that they showed like the main character like getting this little tent pole and like jumping over the little river? Yes, which is like... Well, that was always my biggest gripe with Animal Crossing is having Literally. to go, like, find that dumb bridge. <laughs> Where's yes. the bridge? Yes. And, like, I remember on the DS game, um, I, like, would redo my town so many times until I got one with, like, a good bridge that wasn't, like, too far away. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And it's it's funny. These stupid little things. And you can put items outside now so you can, like, pitch your little tent and then you can, like, put your household items outside. Yeah. And it basically, it up. takes a lot of uh, – it seems like it takes a lot of cues from the mobile game. Um, in terms of like you set up like a camp essentially and then you kind of build up from there because it's you're on a desert island or whatever it's like a kind of vacation um but you live there forever it's your forever vacation now yeah so it's like you go to a deserted island courtesy of whatever nook travel company yeah so tom nook still trying to steal your money so 
Um, Trials of Mana, uh, Trials of Mana, Trials of Mana was announced for early 2020, which is a remake of a game that was never, well, a modernized remake of a game that never came out west. And I'm not even going to try to butcher the name of it, but it's like the third in the Mana series. Which is part of Final Fantasy, right? Huh? It's part of Final Fantasy, right? Or am I it's like I don't know related vaguely. So there's a game, there's Final Fantasy Adventure, which came out for Game Boy. So they also announced a collection of mana. Mana, mana, whatever. Um, Final Fantasy Adventure for Game Boy, which is like the first in the mana series. And then Secret of Mana, which came out for Super Nintendo. And then what is now being localized as Trials of Mana, which is the third in the series that's never been released outside of Japan. And it's, you know, a full English uh, dub. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's, it, that was one of their Out Now releases. And there's a physical release coming out in August, which looks really nice. So, Sure. Yeah. I wish I could get into JRPGs, but at the same time, I feel like there's just so many. There really are. And, like, I keep saying that I want to make an active effort to try to get into them. And then, it's I just, don't know. It's, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah, it's very time-consuming, but at the same yeah. time, I love Chrono Trigger, so I'm like, well, I like this, and people are like, yeah, and I'm like, mm, okay, I don't want to spend $40, though, so. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, then. So, it finally happened. Uh. Spyro the Reignited Trilogy was announced for Nintendo Switch. Comes out September 3rd, 2019. Um, I will say, the video does look kind of blurry, so hopefully it doesn't look that bad, but. I mean, I'm sure it's going to, like, the, the remake on PS4 and Xbox looks gorgeous, so I'm sure that it's going to be turned down a little bit, but. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song, which is the DLC, or is it a new game? I don't know which one it is. But anyway, that's coming out. So it just says coming soon. Uh, Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch, which was leaked out when we were recording last time, comes out September 20th, 2019. That is <laughs> comes out as a remastered version for PS4 and the standard version for Switch. So I guess that kind of goes without saying, obviously due to the graphical and system limitations that the Switch has. Um, Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer featuring The Legend of Zelda. I talked about this before. This is um, the Legend of Zelda version of Crypt of the Necrodancer. This actually came out yesterday for $24.99 on the eShop. So, oh. And it's been getting very good reviews. So I think I'm going to try this out. looks really good. That's cute. I guess yeah. that's why it's called Cadence because it's like you have to keep in rhythm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I see, I see. Um, Minecraft Dungeons announced for spring 2020. This was announced at Microsoft's press conference as well. I don't think we mentioned it. And it's like a dungeon crawler in like Minecraft style. Actually looks pretty cool. Will we ever play this? No, we won't. Maybe on Game Pass. <laughs> Elder Maybe Scrolls Blades Pass. comes out fall 2019. Free to play as it should be. Um, that's a mobile game. My Friend Pedro comes out June 20th, 2019. I don't know if there's like... It seems like there's a lot of hype around that game. It looks like a spiritual, spiritual successor to Beautiful Joe from what... Wow, from what I saw, I can't speak. Um, I haven't really seen much, but it does look interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's by Dead Toast Entertainment. I don't know who they are. Mm. Okay. I like Toast, I guess. I don't want to die. <laughs> I like my they only. <laughs> that's their only game, um, is, is my friend Pedro. So. Oh, really? Okay. That's interesting. It's published by Devolver Digital, though. Yeah, so Devolver Digital did a... Um... They did a, a press conference, but we didn't really cover it because there wasn't much to talk about. But that's another yeah. story. No, this really does look a lot of fun. It do, it looks a lot like Beautiful Joe for which was for GameCube, like one of the best GameCube games. And it's like kind of got that slow motion action 
kind of feel and it's like uh two and a half d so i don't know looks really good yeah it's got a pre-launch discount i'm pretty sure so there's a lot of hype around it and it's been advertised a lot from what i've seen at least so yeah it's only be... on steam it's up for pre-order for 16.99 it's super cheap yeah i think that's what it is on switch as well i don't know oh and it comes out on the 20th next week yeah oh, i didn't realize that yep time to blood buy. bullets and bananas sure why not it's about like a banana is trying to kill you or something. It's something ridiculous. It, my friend Pedro is a violent ballet about friendship, imagination, and one man's struggle to obliterate anyone in the path, in his path, at the behest of a sentient banana. See? I told you. <laughs> what the? On the Steam description, the banana is like peeking out and looking at me. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, moving, moving on. on. <laughs> Jinx. Doom, you me a soda. Doom Eternal uh, coming soon. Obviously, that's coming out later this year uh, on Switch as well. The Sinking City was announced for fall 2019 this is another indie game um that's coming out and then we've got wolfenstein youngblood which is july 26 2019 this is one that's like a a spin-off i think i believe i I don't really know september 24 2019 is the day that dead by daylight in all of its glorious 120p is coming out (laughs) it looks so bad this game looks like disastrous yeah not a good not a good look Interestingly enough, Alien Isolation has been confirmed to be ported to Switch. July uh, That's coming out in 2019. Sorry, not in July. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered coming out this winter. I mentioned that one. Dragon Quest Builders 2 comes out July 12, 2019 for Switch apparently as well. I didn't realize that. Um, as well as PS4. So if building games are your forte and you like Dragon Quest, then there you go. They're uh, not. Stranger Things 3. <laughs> Stranger Things 3, the game, comes out July 4, 2019 to coincide with Season 3. Uh, Just Dance 2020, November 5th, 2019. There's a dancing hippo on my screen. Uh, Catan is coming out digitally June 20th, 2019 on Switch. That was part of one of their announcements about digital board games. Uh, New Super Lucky's Tale, which was formerly a Microsoft exclusive, a Super Lucky's Tale, has been announced for Switch for fall 2019. Dauntless, which is a free-to-play game, this was getting some pretty positive press, is coming out late 2019 for Switch. Pretty big announcement there. Super Mario Maker comes out June 28th, 2019. Uh, this is Nintendo's next big release, obviously, outside of um, all the other ones that we've talked about. Um, Super Smash Bros. DLC was announced, so the hero from Dragon Quest Eleven is announced for uh, summer 2019 as a DLC character. It's the second DLC character coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And the one of the bombshell announcements was Banjo-Kazooie is coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate in fall 2019. Very exciting. Uh, that- Yes, very, very exciting. This was long rumored and is actually going to happen. So this was a huge announcement. Microsoft was excited about it. Um, Pretty big, really big, actually. So people were losing their minds, especially at the Nintendo World Store or Nintendo New York, I should say, in New York City. Um, Really exciting. And then to top it all off, they're like, hey, we have one more thing to show you. The sequel to Breath of the Wild is in development now. So (gasps) that is massive. Ahmed, you haven't even beat Breath of the Wild. Don't even express emotions. You're not wrong. But you should play that game. It looks really good. Apparently, it's going to be even darker than Majora's Mask. Um, and what I was saying before—that's what people kept saying. I, everyone, I kept looking. They were like, "Oh, Majora's Mask, Majora's Mask." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, it's kind of like Breath of the Wild is Ocarina as the sequel is to Majora's Mask. Um, and then what I was saying earlier about Red Dead Two. So um, apparently, while developing the original Breath of the Wild, the game's director was playing uh, 
Skyrim a lot, and that was kind of inspiring his design choices or whatever. Really? Um, and now, for this game, uh, the younger development team, a lot of them are playing Red Dead Redemption 2. So apparently, they're kind of taking cues from the Red Dead games to uh, to incorporate hmm. into this. So it should be very, very interesting to see how that plays out and how the whole game plays out. I don't know. So they gave Zelda a haircut, and someone on Twitter had mentioned shorter hair means it's easier for it not to clip through clothing which means maybe zelda will be playable in this version like and that's the reason she has shorter hair oh that's like a stretch of a you know but who knows so people were saying that um it might it looks like you know the fact they included zelda in it it might be a co-op game so it might play Mm -hmm. on because remember breath of the wild was originally um developed for wii u so this one might be developed exclusively for switch where you know, you pick up another Joy-Con and just jump in kind of thing, so... Yeah, yeah. Where they take kind of full advantage of the of the technology at hand. Something Could to think be. about. <laughs> Something to think about. <laughs> so, yeah, very, yeah very this was stuff. a massive showing, in my opinion. Uh, they pretty much showed everything they had, except for, like, Metro Prime 4, which we know is more or less in development hell because they had to redo and then restart everything over again. Um, what are your thoughts on this? I thought it was great. I was watching it while eating a half rotisserie chicken in the park. <laughs> Hands all greasy. I didn't even have headphones, so I was just like in the cafeteria with this thing mad loud. But You're it was a good time. It was a fun experience. A fun a fun presentation. Definitely, I'd say the best of E3 okay. by far. I would, I would absolutely agree with that. Um, yeah. So before we wrap up, the only thing that's left is to run through some of these other games that were announced that we probably missed. Uh, so I'll run through really quick just some of them that were announced, some of the highlights. Like um, for Switch or for... Everything. Okay. Uh, everything that sticks out here. Jumanji the video game was announced, is uh, coming out November 15th, because I guess they want to go head-to-head with Pokemon and Jedi Fallen Order. Um, mm, that's going to be a bomb, I feel like, but okay. Yeah, well, that's another story. We omitted the Blair Witch game. Blair Witch was announced. Oh, yeah, and you can pet the dog in Blair Witch. <laughs> That's the most important part. That comes out August 30th, 2019, exclusively on Xbox One and Windows. Um, I'm the worst because I like a horror game, and then I play a horror game, and I'm like, "Mm, this is too scary. (laughs) 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 You get too stressed, and I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. I'm just, my heart rate's too high. Oh, my God. You're a mess. You're right. So the things that we omitted out of um, EA Play's announcements is Battlefield Five Chapter 4 DLC, FIFA 20, Madden 20, Sims 4, Island Island Living, excuse me, and Sky Children of the Light. Um, so, obviously, like I said, we didn't really miss much there. <laughs> Ukulele and the Impossible Lair was announced, which was which is a side-scrolling um, platformer, I guess, to some extent. Looks really interesting, actually, so that's pretty cool. Um, Sniper Ghost Warriors Contracts. I don't know what that is. Um, Darksiders Genesis was announced by THQ Nordic. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 was announced, which I think we talked about, right? Stadia? We talked about the Stadia blowout? I think yes. We did. Yep, yep, yep. We did yep. talk about it last week. SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Um, people lost their minds over this game, coming out for all major consoles as well as PC. Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator was announced. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition was announced, which I could have swore that there was some leak or something that showed like a preliminary PC lineup for Game Pass. And it showed Age of Empires 1, 2, and 3 Definitive Editions. And I thought they were announced, but I guess not. Interesting. Oh, I don't oh we missed this one. This one looked interesting. 12 Minutes was announced for PS4, Xbox One, and Windows, 
which is like a thriller that takes you through like different scenarios and how they could all have gone and it was interesting. We missed the goddamn deer game, Ahmed. Way to the Woods was announced. What deer game? <laughs> oh, I did see that. I didn't realize it was called deer game. You No, it's called Way to the Woods. And you literally play as a deer. So. That's fine. So it's like what Untitled Goose Game might yeah. be. State fine. of Decay 2 Heartland, which is new DLC for State of Decay, was announced. Gears Pop, which is garbage. a garbage game that's mobile only. Not even going to talk about that one. Crossfire X was announced. Not really sure what to think of that. Star Online, we talked about Elden Ring, we talked about Scarlet Blades, blah, 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 blah. Commander Keen was announced, also for mobile. Uh, that was at Bethesda. That was a huge letdown. People wanted that not on mobile, just like everything else. Fall Guys was announced um, for, that was the Devolver Digital one. Devolver Bootleg was announced, which they literally are charging like $4 to play bootleg versions of their games. So that's interesting. Um, the Messenger Picnic Panic, which is the DLC for The Messenger. My friend Pedro, Enter the Gungeon, House of the Gun Dead is going to be a... House of the Gun Dead, is that what you just said? (laughs) Yeah, that's their, um, what do you call it, arcade version of how, of like, Enter the Gungeon themed arcade game. Borderlands 2 is getting DLC that's going to bridge the gap between Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 3. Uh, Destroy All Humans is announced to get a remake. Um, Dance Central is coming to VR, which is actually out now. A bunch of VR games that... Ooh, buy I it. don't know about. It's on buy PC. It so only. I can play it. Ugh, never mind. Pistol Whip, which was described as super hot meets. Um, Beat Saber was announced for uh, Windows variants of VR. Arizona Sunshine, the Damn DLC was announced. Budget Cuts 2 was announced for VR for PC only. The Walking Dead Onslaught was announced for. Um, uh, did we talk about this new Remedy game called Control? I actually just realized I skipped over that one. This one looks really... I love a Remedy game. They did uh, Quantum Break, mm-hmm. and Control was announced last year. Last year. Yeah, I remember seeing it earlier, but um, coming out August, 20, uh, August 27th, 2019. So, very excited about that as a fan of Remedy. Uh, what the heck is this? Is this a VR game? Anyways. There's... I don't even know what this is. There's a zoo game. And it looks like it's in VR. Oh, Zoo... Uh, Planet Zoo. Planet Zoo, yeah. That's by the player, uh, developers of Planet Coaster, which is kind of like the spiritual successor to Roller Coaster Tycoon, where Roller Coaster Tycoon World, the newest installment, absolutely failed. Planet Coaster is like the new mm, the new hit. That's a mess. So Planet Zoo is now their, their new, uh, their new thing. Planet also, Coaster is great. <laughs> there's also another game called Man Eater, which is like... Is it a shark simulator? A know. shark simulator? <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Anyways, it's like this man is dead. And, uh, oh, and I'm the man. State of bird. Anyways, whatever. There's all these random games that were announced. Trials Rising Season 2. Um, I don't think anybody cares about that. Uh, Ryan cares about that, actually. Ryan, oh, really? I know you're listening. Trials Rising 2 is coming out when? Repeat that Trials for Trials Rising Season 2. Oh, sorry, Season 2. I don't, when is it? I don't know. Uh, June 10th, 2019. <laughs> it came out four days ago. Perfect. You better be playing it. For Honor Spectator Mode, Assassin's Creed Odyssey Story Creator Mode, Steep DLC, Watch Dogs Legion, we talked about Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet, Brawlhalla Adventure Time Crossover, Rainbow Six Siege Operation Phantom Sight. So they're still doing expansions for it? Well, I guess the new game's not coming out until 2020. So. Yeah, For Honor Shadow of the Hidokari, Hidokiri, um, the Division 2 Season or Year 1. You play Plus subscription service. I didn't really watch what that was. $14.99 per month. That's includes, egregious. 
Yeah, all new releases of Ubisoft games plus DLC. Roller Champions. So, if you ever felt the need to roller experience skating. roller skating uh, competitively in a video game, this is for you. Castle Storm 2. Not really sure what that is. Um, all right, we're scraping the bottom of the back barrel here. So Yeah, if you're really interested, we just found this website called e3recap.com, and they have, like, a list of every single announcement that's been made that you could sort and filter through. So... If you're really trying to scrape for some games and you've played every single other game that's worth playing. Yes, so, yes. All credit for all those games that I just listed. Go to e3recap.com. 2019.e3recap.com has a great little, like, it's a little panel thing. And you just click on them and then you hit the little, like, announcement or gameplay video and you can watch stuff. This guy yeah, this 4 Complete Plus was announced for PS4 and Switch. And I think that is. That's it. it. I think so. Yeah. There's some other games here, but they're indie games that I don't think are that important. Slash don't step, jump out to me. Oh, Torchlight 2 is getting a console release. I don't think that was ever released on console. So I don't know what that one. is. So that's fair. Sure. All right. Well, now that we're at an hour and 20 minutes, I think this wraps up episode 51. I think so, too. Oh, I think, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Thank you all so much. This has been What the Funcast, episode 51, E3 2019 blowout. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. Peace.